0: Welcome to episode 11 of the Sourcing Challenge Show. I'm your host, Mark Lundgren. In this week's episode, I sat down with Damien heer from Hich in France and asked him how he got into sourcing, the state of sourcing in France, and of course, what he will be talking about at SourceCon in Budapest. This week's episode is brought to you by SauceCon and Amazing Hiring. How would you like to know how your sourcing skills stack up against other sources in the industry and have a chance to win a free pass to SourceCon in Budapest? Amazing Hiring and SourceCon have teamed up to bring your hackathon on Friday the fourth of May at three p.m. Central European Summer Time. Sign up today at hackathon.amazinghiring.com. See you there. I first asked Damien how he got into sourcing.
1: So actually, I've been uh, in the recruitment field since pretty much eight years. Mm-hmm. So, oh gosh, it's it, it's been. Quite, quite a few times. <laughs> uh, uh, but at the very beginning, so I, I wasn't really meant for sourcing. So yeah. uh, I did a little bit of studies, mixing communication, computer science, and other stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, I did an internship as a, as a PHP developer, but uh, it, it wasn't very successful. Okay. To be honest, um, so I decided to shift totally my career, and a little bit randomly, I fell into recruitment. And mm-hmm. at the very beginning, it was uh, I was working for agencies and consultancy companies, so it wasn't really sourcing uh, for real. Uh, it was more digging digging into uh, like job board databases yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But it was the basics of uh, like Boolean searches yeah. and stuff like that. So it was quite interesting. But not the the not not, not very much sourcing like, yeah. like, like, like i'm not sourcing at, at the moment yeah um, and after uh, i think it was two years, so I, I decided I wanted to move uh, for uh, an in house uh, an in house uh, job uh, because I felt it meant it meant more sense to me uh, working for 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 my teams uh, and, and and recruiting people for. For companies and products I really believed in. Yeah. So that's the reason why I decided to move uh, to 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 a different kind of, of industries. So my first in-house job was in uh, in um, I think it was in consumer electronics. Okay. Um, because I really like tech, uh, and that's that's the, the, the reason why I'm still doing technical recruitment. Uh, and so I went for for a French company who's, who, which is called Sagemcom, and uh, which was. Still doing uh, like um, um, uh, communication devices yeah uh, it was really fascinating, really interesting uh, really technical uh, and we were able to compete uh, with, uh, like Asian companies uh, in, in consumer electronics which yeah. was, which was really something that I was I really enjoyed working with the, with the engineers that were really passionate about their products uh, and that's something I was really looking for um, and that's how I started really sourcing, because when you are uh, looking for uh, profiles that are really difficult to find, uh, especially when you are looking for like uh, embedded software engineers, uh, working with Linux, for example, and in France, uh, it, it was like- They're a not gonna game. be in the
0: job boards, that's for sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, and the fact is, um, I, I used to work uh, with people that didn't know about sourcing, yeah. and so we used that old school, fa- old-fashioned way to recruit: so posting and trying, and obviously for that kind of profile, uh, it didn't work. Yeah. So. Uh, it, it, so it didn't work and uh, I decided that we uh, couldn't have such bad results, so uh, I, that's the time I, I decided to dig deeper into sourcing and so I found really interesting uh, articles, really interesting blogs uh, in English at that time, it was, uh, I think, uh, brilliant Black Belt, yeah. um, and so that's, that's how I, I, I got into sourcing. Um, and I, I, I found a really really interesting community in the u s uh, and it was the very beginning in france um and and that's that 's the very beginning of uh, of, of my my soul history, i would say okay. um, and so um yeah that 's pretty much it and after that um so I started training myself uh and reading a lot of blogs. Uh, um, listening also to YouTube videos uh, from from the source fund, for example, but, uh, but not only. Uh, and, and maybe two or three years ago, there, there was a kind of a, the creation of the sourcing community in France. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that's, that's motivated me also to, to continue learning, keep learning, keep progressing, uh, and, and, and learn interesting, interesting techniques. Because yeah. I, I think one of the things that is really interesting to me uh, in sourcing is the fact that you can get really technical. Um and as i from the beginning, i really love technique uh, I, I like to dig deeper into technical stuff so
0: yeah okay what's the what's the sourcing community in france look like today then
1: um so it it's it started a couple of couple of years ago um and you've got really passionate uh, people such as Neil such Alexandre as for example, but also I think there's a, 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 a company who, which is called LinkHumans. Uh, so yeah. there's a, there's a, there's a LinkHuman in, in the UK, I, yeah. I believe, but there's also a LinkHuman in France and yeah. they are the one... Who managed to shake a little bit the recruitment industry in France and to promote sourcing uh, and 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 build up the, the the sourcing the true the true events and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and so I think uh, we've got a slack at the moment, which is for a recruiter's kitchen, mm-hmm. and I think we are more than seven hundred at the moment. Oh wow, um, that's that's good. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> that's really good. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that, uh, but but actually that that's good for the job um, because I think a couple of years ago sourcing was not really recognized in France mm-hmm. um, and recruitment was not really recognized as well. And that kind of communities, that kind of uh, uh, of events, uh, uh, yeah, it really really benefits for, for, to the community to the job. So uh, so I hope it will get bigger and bigger, and that uh, yeah we we'll, we'll be able to to make people enjoy and embrace careers in in, in the sourcing world yeah. because what i what i what i realized when i when i was first starting sourcing and discussing with people is the fact that uh, like myself uh, they was they, they were not meant for that so you fell into uh, sourcing and recruitment a, a little bit randomly but you uh, finally you, you managed to love it uh, but i really want to have people that decide to be yeah. a recruiter uh liking their studies and
0: stuff yeah no and i mean i see that i've worked with some french sources as well in the uk and and like yeah like nobody's chosen that career um but a lot of them as well say like, i they they they're not sure they could go back to france and kind of do that kind of job it's more of a we'll do we'll do it for some years in 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 the uk and then maybe go back to france but then hoping more for a hr based role than a recruitment based role because it's it's more that kind of entry entry level into hr rather than somebody that really wants to stick around and recruitment and and have that as a career
1: yeah uh recruitment is is and sourcing is often seen as a second class citizen and that that's that's a shame because if you if you do it properly and if your company has the right mindset uh it can bring so much values yeah. uh could strategy. really strategic yeah. uh, and i can see that uh in my current companies so after uh, after a few years in very big companies i just Decided to switch to, to a startup, mm-hmm. uh, so even more technical, uh, but in in, a, in smaller in a, in a very small company, uh, and I can feel the the the, the impact we can have, uh, and also the will of the company to, to put a lot of effort. Um, it's not only the co-founders, but it's also all the people working with, with us uh, in the in the in the hiring team to, to make it happen, uh, and 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 thanks to that. We are able to uh, uh, to grasp a lot of knowledge uh, about the culture in the company, but also about all the technical things uh, we we would have we wouldn't have learned. Uh, I would say in a normal company, in a traditional company, yeah. uh, and, and that really helps us find the very best profile we need uh, for the company to grow.
0: And also, I mean, when you're a new company, it's it's you don't quite have a brand yet that you can you know you don't have that recon- recognition of. Okay, we know, you know, everybody who knows what an Alcatel is, everybody like Microsoft and, you know, that kind of thing. You you can go a lot. You're going to get a lot of people who know who you are. You have to go out there and tell the story and, and get people excited about that.
1: Yeah, and, and that's also a reason why uh, I decided to move in-house uh, because I could, moving in-house, I had to choose the company I wanted to work for. Yeah. Um, and so I had to pick up companies that I for, for which I really believed in the product, or I really believed in in the company organization, uh, and that's that, that's what I'm experiencing at the moment. Uh, and it really helps you selling the companies, selling the way the people are working, how passionate they are, yeah. uh, and and it, it, it yeah, I think it's fundamental when, when you're sourcing.
0: That's good. And where do you look for people in France? Are they the 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 usual suspects for everybody else in the world looks or do you have kind of, you know, special things that you, you need to do to, to find the francophones? Uh, n- not really
1: special things, uh, in France to, to be honest. Uh, so, uh, the change I, I have, uh, uh, in my company at Hitch, uh, is that we are, uh, I'm working with a fully, uh, a fully distributed team. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I'm working currently in a co-working space. Uh, my 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 team, my technical team, uh, our engineers are working remotely from France, but also from other countries. Yeah. So we've got people working in in the UK, people working in in, uh, in the uh, it's it's mainly uh, US uh, US uh, Europe, Europe Europe based. Yeah. So we've got we've got people working in Spain, working from from France and and uh, yeah. Mostly working from home, so okay. we we don't have the constraint to uh, recruit only in France. Yeah. So uh, we can be really picky uh, and and uh, and recruit people from other countries uh, uh, if 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 it makes sense. Yeah. So uh, and from a sourcing point of view, uh, it really helps. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, find, uh, looking for people uh, in a very broad way, mm-hmm. uh, and so I can use uh, obviously. Uh, LinkedIn, but uh, I I I use LinkedIn way less than I used to do. Yeah. Um. And I think, I mean, when you're looking for a very, very excellent people, you need to find them where they are. Yeah. So uh, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, every technical recruiter uh, are all, all sourcing people in, on GitHub, for example, on Stack Overflow, uh, and all that kind of uh, platforms where where um, where developers are all spending their, their days on. Yeah. Uh, but that's, according to me, that's not the only way to find developers, because a lot of them uh, are are more and more undercover, I would say, <laughs> uh, because it, yeah, they, they they are getting harassed by by recruiters uh, because it's it's a very difficult market, and I can understand them. Uh, so I, I mean, I'm in touch with, with all the team, and I I I ask them to send to send me the the emails they they receive from the recruiters, and sometimes <laughs> yeah, it's 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 it's, That's it's appalling, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I I wouldn't <laughs> talk about that, but yeah, it's, yeah, not it, it's not the right way. Um, so, but it also motivates me to 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 do the things better. And if you if you do things in the right way, you can really have an impact, and uh, um, and 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 developers can see that. Uh, sometimes uh, they can find uh, I would say good good uh, good recruiters, good okay. users, uh, and and they can see that uh, it's not a crappy job, mm-hmm. uh, and that's really, that really matters to me. So uh, what I usually do is, yeah, uh, reach out to people through um, the, the platform they are usually using. Mm-hmm. But what I, I really like, uh, because we are really looking for people um, that are, uh, it's very difficult to, 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 to find the developers we're looking for at H because we are uh, looking for a tech stack that is really difficult to find, really new technologies. Okay. Um, so
0: what, what kind of tech are you working on then?
1: So uh, our tech stack is based on, on the backend side, it's based on Golang, for example, uh, Golang and Elixir. So we use a little bit of Ruby, uh, but that's something we are willing to replace uh, by Elixir. uh, Mm -hmm. And those languages are not really uh, well spread, I I mean. So developers are really in love uh, with those languages, uh, but very few companies are using them, especially in Europe. That's yeah. something that you can find uh, in the U.S., but as we are recruiting mainly in, in Europe, that's very difficult to find uh, senior uh, developers with uh, like two or three years uh, of yeah, experience. Exactly. You're not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You
0: know, it's barely it, impossible. It's going to be something they've done in their spare time to, because they wanted to, rather than something they've actually worked on in a production that, the environment.
1: Yeah. yeah, and and I can understand the companies that that want to rely on. Um, uh, like reliable uh, uh, reliable technologies uh, that that the companies are have been using for years uh, but that's the point it's also interesting to, to to challenge yourself and to try new new things and that's what we want to do at H. and that's the reason why 3 years ago we, we switched switch from uh, like monolith uh, architecture to uh, uh, to a microservices architecture and yep. we decided to train uh, the, the entire team to GoLang and to Elixir. Okay. So that's something amazing. And uh, usually, the candidates really like that. It's
0: a good story. I mean, that's always what I say. Like, no matter what size of the company you have, uh, it your employment brand doesn't mean anything unless you have a good story. So it just, like whether people know where you, especially with developers if you in your outreach to them and when you talk to them can tell them the story that makes sense for them professionally, that's a, you know, that's where you can hire them. And yeah, working with the newest technologies and actually, you know, splitting up a monolith architecture into, to, to, to microservices using, yeah, using a language like Golang, that's the story that a developer is like, hold on, that's fun. You know, I can do my job anywhere, but if I can do it like this, that's just going to make it more fun to do it.
1: Uh, totally, totally, and it also shows uh, uh, the, the mindset the company has. Uh, I, I talked to a lot of developers that uh, that were working in companies that were really driven by the business and the marketing. Uh, and at some point, uh, when the marketing says, uh, "No, you will not try this technology," or uh, <laughs> because it, it's it's a threat for the business, for example. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can feel the frustration of developers, and and what I really loved in the stories uh, in my company is that they they they, they had a the vision that if they didn't make the move towards those technologies, they would have died. Yeah, uh, and, and, and that helped a lot uh, the, the the people to to yeah to embrace that culture of risk and to say yeah let's move forward and try that. Uh, that's a bit of a bet, uh, but that's a very practical one and, uh, and a very uh, um no, a, a very uh, a very practical one and yeah. so um let, let's move forward and, 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 and try and the result is was, was really awesome so and that's it's a
0: proactive approach you're doing it now rather exactly. than waiting until the legacy technology is obsolete and then having to do it
1: that's yeah that's that's very, uh, very it's not moving to uh, from a technology to another uh, for the sake of it,, no. Uh, but you, yeah you you measure the risk, uh, you measure also the benefits you can have uh, and and then with that prag- uh, pragmatical approach you, you you move forward
0: in terms of tools, what kind of tools do you like working with and and do you have any kind of you know favorites in that
1: um, so we don 't really so i 'm working with, uh, uh, with with clement with, with my mm-hmm. who is my colleague, and we don 't really want to rely on on you know, just just one tool. Yeah. So we'd like to tr- we we are we really like to try uh, every kind of tool we <laughs> we can. Use. Um, and uh, obviously uh, we 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 were using uh, LinkedIn as as a new recruiter. I yeah. uh, Okay. Um, that that's pretty basic. Uh, but we really wanted to try uh, those tools that uh, are able to gather a lot of information. Yeah. Uh, because data is is uh, is dirty. Uh, to, to create like uh, quality outreaches and, and stuff like that. So we, so we decided to try uh, Amazing Hiring yep. a couple of weeks ago,
0: a uh, couple of months ago. Uh, and, and, and actually, that's a pretty good tool. Especially for um, tech, because they kind of go, you know, they go to, to GitHub, they go yeah. to Bitbucket. Uh, they're going to drag in what meetup groups they're in and, and all of that. Like things that as a sourcer you would do, but doing it one after the other takes so much time.
1: That's that's the that's the purpose of it, and it's it's an absolute time saver, and and, and that's very valuable because uh, um, yeah, with, with the time you you save uh, on searching and digging into information, uh, you you can spend more time in, uh, in, in 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 finding more profiles or in uh, like crafting the best message uh, you, you can craft, and, and and that's something that that is like, part of our motto uh, in, in in the team is. Uh, we, we don't have metrics around the quantity yeah. um, but, but better metrics about uh, better about the quality. Yeah. Um, and it, it doesn't matter if at the end of the day you you, you didn't have you, you didn't send like 20 outreaches uh, the, the goal is to have a, a better uh, reply rate. Uh, yep. that's, the, that's something that is important. But also, uh, we truly believe that uh, being a and and reaching out to people uh, that way uh, is also uh, the, the first way to improve your... Uh, your employment branding yeah. uh, because if you send good pitches, uh and maybe you don't you don't you don't know maybe people will spread the word yeah. that uh yeah i'm not i'm not looking for a job at the moment but uh i really like to approach uh, that a group they had uh and maybe i can i can talk to to someone about that
0: yeah or it in you know in a year or two years they might be in right now the timing isn't there they, they think you're an interesting company but it's just not the right time for them. But you know, us keeping up that message that they know what we're doing, they might start following us on different sites and that kind of thing. And then one, yeah, might recommend a friend of theirs. And when they're ready or if something changes in their life, then we're like, you know what? I remember that company. Let me reach back out to them. I have an email somewhere.
1: Yeah, that, that's true. And actually we, we managed to recruit some people thanks to that. So yeah, yeah, that that's that, that that's true. But I think what what I like the most, uh is when, when you've got a really complicated, uh, really complicated job to uh, to, to to fill, uh, is to start from scratch and to dig into uh, the databases. Yeah. Um, like uh, I, I think we are um, as a recruiter, it, we tend to uh, we tend to target the same kind of companies, uh, the same companies every time, uh, and uh, and I really like the the, the work to. Uh, start from scratch uh, pick up uh, databases such as uh, I don't know uh, AngelList, uh, crunchbase or th- those those databases and say okay I'm looking for, that kind of skills uh, those skills may be uh, in that kind of companies let me find the list uh, of the of the companies uh, dealing with that kind of topics mm-hmm. that, ta- that kind of fields and so on and maybe find new companies uh, and then by crossing information uh, you can find people you would not you would not have found uh, yeah. by a boolean search for example yeah. uh, because Probably in their profile, they don't have the the right keywords. Uh, probably they don't have any profiles, uh, and that's the kind of thing I really like to do. Uh, and and yeah, we we, we are trying to, to 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 be better at
0: that. That's what I do with amazing hiring as well. Like my my yeah. searches are always based on skills first, mm-hmm. um, and then you know see see what I get from there, and and look at that. And because they give you so much information as well, it's like okay, these are some of the best you know developers in that language. I don't really care where they work now, but it, like, let me take it from there. So that is purely based on, you know, especially when you're looking at Golang and things like that, have they done it before and to what level? And, you know, and then you start finding different things. Okay. That company is, is working with that technology as well. Let me look more into that, but I wouldn't have known that if I'd just gone for the same 20 companies every time. Yeah, yeah true. Damien, if people want to follow you and, and, and keep up to date with what you're doing, uh, where can they best do that? Um,
1: so I've got a LinkedIn profile, but as I said, I'm not really active on LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that I'm, I'm I'm usually active on Twitter. So uh, if I'm not tweeting, uh, I'm I'm following and 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 uh, um, yeah, stalking people. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's what I do. Uh, and so my uh, my um, uh, my Twitter is uh, not N-O-I-T, underscore Damien.
0: Okay, perfect. Look, thank you very much. I look very much forward to, uh, to meeting you in Budapest.
1: Uh, um, I was very pleased to, uh, to, 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 be, to be with you uh, this half an hour. Uh, and yeah, of course, uh, So we'll see each other at, uh, at Soulscan. And Absolutely. it's going to be fun.
0: Perfect. Thank you very much.
1: Have a good weekend.
0: You too. Thanks, Damien. Cheers. All right. See ya. Thank you all for watching. If you want to be one of the first ones to know about new episodes coming out, make sure to subscribe to this channel.